Welcome to a special episode of With All Due Respect. I am your host, Andrew Haukro. In this episode, the current events of COVID have become so overwhelming, it's time to call out Governor Mike Dunleavy and Mayor Dave Bronson for their negligent response to a dire public health crisis that is crippling Alaska's public health system and killing Alaskans. Alaska's public health system is on fire, while both Governor Mike Dunleavy and Mayor Dave Bronson fiddle. Last week, Alaska ranked as the state with the third highest increase in hospitalizations over the last two weeks behind only Louisiana and Alabama. There were 170 people hospitalized with the virus around the state, higher than any point in the pandemic. At Soldotna Central Peninsula Hospital, they had an intensive care unit filled entirely with COVID-19 patients. The hospital is operating at 112% capacity, with 55 patients for 49 beds. Hospital administrators across the state have described an unprecedented strain on the state's health care system that shows no signs of abating. Alaska's largest hospital, Providence Alaska Medical Center, has operated with its adult inpatient beds at capacity for the last few weeks, and nearly all of its ICU beds are consistently full. They've already postponed non-urgent elective surgeries and have just announced strict new limitations for visitors to the hospital. And late last week, during a House Health and Social Services Legislative Committee on the pandemic, you could hear the voices breaking of healthcare professionals who have been watching their front lines of very short staffs pushed way past the point of exhaustion with no reprieve in sight. Preston Simmons, the chief executive officer of Providence Alaska Medical Center, said, quote, We're seeing more serious conditions demanding a more serious care at a time there is no capacity. So, ladies and gentlemen, why are there more serious cases with this Delta variant? Because two out of three Alaska adults have underlying health conditions that increase their chances of serious illness from COVID-19. So for all of those who refuse the vaccine, for whatever reason, two out of three are at risk for serious illness due to underlying health conditions if they catch COVID. And here they are, showing up in the emergency rooms. Ladies and gentlemen, that warning about two-thirds of Alaska adults being at high risk, do you know where that came from? Governor Dunleavy's own Department of Health last November. So a governor who's doing little or nothing to help advocate for vaccinations or little else is ignoring warnings from his own health department. And now here we are. Okay, back to the testimony of hospital professionals. Simmons, the CEO at Providence Hospital, described the emergency room overcrowding at Alaska's largest hospital. Their emergency room is so overcrowded they've been forced to require patients to wait in their vehicles in the parking lot. I mean, this is Alaska's largest hospital, for God's sakes, and their emergency room has been forced to become like some 21st century mash unit performing car hop triage. Even Alaska's chief medical officer, Dr. Ann Zink, echoed the voices of Alaska's healthcare providers. Quote, I never wanted to see our hospitals where they are right now, and it's not a good place. And ladies and gentlemen, we must remember that when considering the Delta variant and its devastating effects on hospitals, life still goes on. From stitches to stroke patients to the sick, injured, or dying don't stop happening because of the virus. And ladies and gentlemen, we are not a healthy population, so this matters when talking about hospital capacity. I mean, we literally lead the league in obesity, smoking, diabetes, heart disease. 67% of Alaskans are overweight or obese. 30% of Alaskans have hypertension. 32% of Alaskans have high blood cholesterol. 9% of Alaskans have cancer. 9% of Alaskans have diabetes. And so with all of the factors I've described above, what does Alaska's chief medical officer say? 
Last week, Dr. Ann Zink told a group of school administrators, quote, where we are right now is the worst point in the pandemic. So what is Governor Mike Dunleavy doing? What is Governor Mike Dunleavy doing whose hospital officials are pleading for help as their patients are being packed, stacked, and racked due to overcrowding, and whose chief medical officer is ringing the pandemic alarm bells and warning that this is the worst point in the pandemic? Today, Governor Dunleavy has the legislature holed up in Juneau working on his ill-fated ideas. Lawmakers today are in Juneau debating dividends and making up for Dunleavy's mistaken public health vetoes. Last week, Governor Mike Dunleavy asked the legislature to restore $1.25 million in funds for the state's public health nursing program that he vetoed just two months ago. Alaska's public health nursing program has been an important component of the state's response to the COVID-19 pandemic. Traditionally, the public nursing health program is responsible for everything from well-child exams and WIC exams to STD infection services. However, for the last year during the pandemic and being short-staffed like every area of health care services, those critical health services have either been put on hold or severely limited. They originally argued that without funding, they'd suffer further decline in all non-pandemic response services. Again, ladies and gentlemen, we are not a healthy population and we have significant high-risk populations. Violence against women, child abuse, child neglect. With all of these issues, public health nurses play a key role. But two months ago, Governor Dunleavy said he'd get the cash somewhere else, so he vetoed the $1.25 million. But now, in the middle of a pandemic, Governor Dunleavy wants a do-over. Last week, Dunleavy's budget advisor testified, quote, At the time this veto was made just a couple short months ago, the situation with COVID response was much different than it was now with the Delta variant. Now, since the governor has recognized new events with the pandemic— And since the governor's chief medical officer has stated this is the worst it's ever been, how about Governor Dunleavy declares an emergency disaster declaration? In order to understand an emergency disaster declaration in context, you know what we need. We need a history lesson. Yo, Van, do your thing. A history lesson. Up until five months ago, the state of Alaska, along with many other states, operated under an emergency disaster declaration. By operating under that declaration, paperwork, regulations, people, processing, all go quicker to solve problems and offer care faster. An emergency order is just that. It relays an official order recognizing the urgency of the situation. It pushes the bureaucracy along in order to deliver the faster level of service required to meet patients' needs during a pandemic. On April 30th, just five months ago, Governor Dunleavy declared that Alaska had been successful in keeping infections, hospitalizations, and death rates low. He was going to rescind the emergency order. At the time, Dunleavy said, quote, Alaska is in the recovery phase where an emergency declaration is no longer necessary. Now, when Governor Dunleavy announced this, about 50% of Alaskans 16 and older had already received at least one COVID-19 vaccine shot, and at the time, Alaska was amongst the top vaccinated states in America. Today, Alaska ranks 34 out of 50 states in vaccinations. Now, this is very, very important. When Governor Dunleavy announced the end of the initial emergency order five months ago, he said, quote, nothing prevents us from issuing another disaster declaration if the pandemic worsens in Alaska. If the pandemic worsens, he promised. Ladies and gentlemen, allow me to repeat a quote from Dunleavy's chief medical officer, Dr. Ann Zink, just days ago. Quote, this honestly for me is the worst point in the pandemic is where we are at right now. 
Boy, it sure seems like this should meet Governor Dunleavy's prerequisite for declaring an emergency order, but no. Today, Alaska is facing a harder, more lethal strain of COVID with the Delta variant. It has become too common to see videos on social media from exhausted healthcare workers pleading, trying to get across to Alaskans how serious this is. Their desperate voices falling into a vacuum of human frustration due to the lack of political will, leadership, and guidance. The entire situation was best voiced by Jared Cawson, the CEO of the Alaska State Hospital and Nursing Home Association, who testified to lawmakers last week, quote, our world is on fire and we need help. All we want is support and we want it now. When he was asked by committee members if an emergency declaration would help, he replied emphatically, yes. So, ladies and gentlemen, the people on the ground dealing with the crisis say they need a disaster declaration, but the governor says no, they don't. The following day, the very next day, Governor Dunleavy sent a letter to Senate President Peter Michicki, writing, quote, Some groups want me to declare a disaster, but I'm not going to do that. He went on to write that his way was the best way. So even though five months ago he assured Alaskans if the pandemic got worse, he would declare another disaster declaration. Today, the pandemic is the worst it's ever been, and yet the dude is whistling while he walks past Alaska's health care system that is at its breaking point. Ladies and gentlemen, the very sad fact is Governor Mike Dunleavy and Mayor Dave Bronson are playing politics with Alaska's public health. A disaster declaration would go against the heart and soul of Governor Dunleavy's base, who believe COVID is a conspiracy more than they believe it's an emergency. It would show to everyone that all of his prior claims that his COVID response was mission accomplished was actually a mission failed. Running for re-election next year, Dunleavy doesn't want to fall out of standing with other GOP governors around the country who ignored science as well while the constituents continued to die. But ladies and gentlemen, this, this is the absolute kicker. Let me show you how Governor Dunleavy is playing politics with Alaska's public health today. One of the bills he introduced last week as a response to the virus was a bill that would allow telemedicine to be better utilized. However, this exact same provision was automatically included in the prior disaster declaration and would automatically be reactivated with another declaration. Governor Dunleavy could improve telemedicine during a pandemic immediately, right now, by simply signing a piece of paper. But no, in order to avoid issuing a disaster declaration that would ruin his entire political narrative, his choice is to propose easing health care regulations during a pandemic by filing a formal piece of legislation that must go through the entire lengthy legislative process instead of simply signing the declaration and having it happen immediately. Governor Dunleavy is playing politics with the health of Alaskans and the health of Alaska's public health system. Both Governor Dunleavy and Mayor Bronson could take proper steps to help stem the tide. Simple, basic, proper steps any leader would take when their residents are getting sick, their hospitals are overflowing into the parking lot, and healthcare professionals are pleading desperately for help. Both Governor Dunleavy and Mayor Bronson could begin acting like responsible leaders and caring human beings, for God's sakes. They could both recognize the problem, talk about the problem, encourage mask wearing, encourage vaccinations. Governor Dunleavy could show up with Dr. Zink side by side, encouraging people to get vaccinated. They could be suggesting measures to restrain the problem. Or hell, at least offer some recognition and support to Alaska's healthcare workers who are cleaning up a deadly mess every day that both Dunleavy and Bronson are exacerbating by their failed leadership. Ladies and gentlemen, think about the headlines you've seen every day for the last two weeks. 
the sickness, the pain, the death. Think of the dramatic pleas from the doctor in the valley who talked about standing over his patient who lay dying there from COVID while holding a phone so his daughter could FaceTime with him. Think about the health stress, the mental anxiety of healthcare professionals pushed to the limb. Now, Imagine knowing you have the power to try and change things because your name is Governor Mike Dunleavy or Mayor Dave Bronson, but yet you don't because it doesn't fit your political narrative. In the words of Dr. Ann Zink, we really need every Alaskan to help pull us forward to protect each other. Let's face it, she's right. The only thing Alaskans have to protect us is each other, because it's clear during this health crisis, both Governor Mike Dunleavy and Mayor Dave Bronson won't be protecting anything but their political brands. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for us. We'll be back on Thursday on our regularly scheduled podcast. Until then, stay safe, everyone. Take care.